Welcome to Audio Gyan with Kedar Nimkar, a podcast that documents insightful conversations with Indian designers, artists, musicians, writers, thinkers, and creatives of all types. Catch us on iTunes or visit audiogyan.com for more Gyan sessions. Here's your host, Kedar Nimkar. Today I have Makran Sathi with us. Makran sir is an architect by profession and has been writing plays, novels, articles, and films in Marathi for last two decades. His plays have been performed at national and international festivals. His three-volume social political history of Marathi theatre was published to acclaim in 2010. He is undoubtedly a playwright in Marathi theatre industry who needs no introduction. So, without further ado, I welcome Makran sir on the show and thank you, sir, for giving us your time and welcome to Audio Gan. My pleasure. Yeah. My pleasure. Yeah. So today. Uh, today's discussion uh, actually i have come up with few questions and the topic revolves around is it possible to write critically in these times so uh, that's the whole premise of our conversation which uh, i have taken borrowed from one of your youtube videos as well okay. uh, with uh, indian culture forum indian writers forum yeah, yeah yeah so yeah so most of the questions uh, are from after listening to that okay. particular conversation okay. so yeah the first thing which i want to ask you is uh, in Say PL Deshpande's Bigrite Matric or yeah. Asami Asami, uh, he has made like humorous comments on Shivaji Gandhi yeah, yeah. and uh, many other leaders, right? Yeah. So how come it was or it is received in a different light? Yes. While a similar commentary, if made today, uh, obviously it it had a lot of humor angle to it. Yes. But someone, if someone tries to write tries to write a very critical commentary in today's time, yes. either people get offended. or are very touchy about the topic or sensitive so why do you think this is happening this is happening due to number of reasons in my opinion one one to start with pilade pl deshpande was though a great writer he was not a very seriously critical uh, or critically serious writer in a sense mm-hmm. so his humor was in a sense an innocent humor it was not a, it was never a political satire as such mm. apart from a couple of his plays like uh, the teen pashas a tamasha but otherwise his uh, writings were basically middle class uh, innocent humor mm-hmm. but apart from that even that is not possible today correct and in that sense if you look i think it is due to various reasons but one of the is uh, one of the first reason being that there is a, the the rise of identity politics in india okay or everywhere in the world mm-hmm. and uh, now it is growing after maybe 2000 it is growing uh, even in at, at at a faster pace as the world is becoming globalized mm-hmm. uh, we are becoming more and more parochial Mm-hmm. and now the politics of identity uh, politics of ideology is nearly over and politics of identity has arisen mm-hmm. that is one of the factors mm-hmm. another factor is that uh, with the rise of identity obviously people start looking at history rather than the present and the future so their entire politics when politics gets uh, entrenched in history rather than present and future mm-hmm. then you are doing politics on shivaji you are doing po- politics based on say mahabharat mm. or you are doing politics based on mughals mm. you are not doing po- politics of what is happening now mm. and that's one of the very dangerous things that happens 
दट और से पद्मावती रानी पद्मिनी हाउ डज इट मैटर इफ शी वॉज से एटींथ रिमूव्ड एंसेस्टर ऑफ समबडी और एटीएथ रिमूव्ड एंसेस्टर ऑफ समबडी हाउ डज दैट मेक दैट पर्सन बेटर देन आई और और वर्स देन आई इट इट शुड नॉट मैटर एट ऑल हु माई एंसेस्टर्स आर बट एंटायर पॉलिटिक्स इज प्लेड आउट बेस्ड इन हिस्ट्री एंड दैट इज बिकॉज ऑफ द राइज ऑफ आइडेंटिटी पॉलिटिक्स दीज आर टू थिंग्स third is due to globalization as i said we are becoming unfortunately more and more parochial it is very difficult to take globalization when two cultures meet we talk in globalization we we always talk about uh, finances or labor globalization of labor globalization of finance we do not talk about globalization of culture mm. and when two cultures meet it is very difficult it takes huge time to accept that Mm-hmm. to to uh, bring about the whole thing mm-hmm. uh, then the fourth is obviously the very complex extremely complex uh, history of india we are we are a unique country where so many cultures so many dialects so many languages so many religions and castes and everything lives together at Correct. in one place as a country this experiment has never been tried mm-hmm. when it was in the earlier times when it was tried it was tried on the basis of secularism which very fast became uh, pseudo secularism mm. which very fast became uh, started making uh, groups for getting uh, uh, and votes groups on identities correct and uh, whenever one group was given something it was not actually Uh, benefiting out of it like whatever congress did for muslims mm. actually they didn't do anything for muslims mm. but a, a idea was created that lot has been done for the muslims the like talaq yeah, yeah. like uh, the laws about talaq shahbano case or yeah. something how how did shahbano verdict help the muslims it did not help the muslims mm. how does allowing muslims to have four uh, wives help muslims it doesn't help muslims mm. but on one hand muslims also feel that we are helped and hindus feel that we have been deprived mm. so a kind of uh, weird kind of sense is being created because of all this mm-hmm. the worst being uh, politics entrenched in history because we have a very complex history and the whole idea of constitutional republic is to look to the present and the future not to go the past and this is growing obviously after 2014 and the modi regime or the rss because their obvious idea of nationhood hmm. is entrenched in parochial hindu uh, ideas Correct, correct, correct. And obviously, if we refer to history, also it's quite muddled because uh, someone has to really deep dive and understand because a lot of thing was made to be perceived as this has happened rather than what has actually happened, right? Through the, the through the books of at least at my time, whatever the books were there in history are more towards the colonial uh, f- uh, narrating the history yeah. of what's happening. Yeah, yeah. So if we took like last 100 years of literature overall uh, we can see a pattern i mean uh, at least from my knowledge whatever i have uh, initially uh, books were banned or uh, certain uh, say agarkar or tilak were all uh, imprisoned uh, but in more recent times the writers are under threat they are like because we are free maybe they cannot impose a particular law on us but there are under they are under threat which is what i have Uh, understood what would your socrates say in today's time 
No, actually, uh, partly I would like to uh, correct you or not correct you, but tell you that actually the law of free speech mm-hmm. has not changed much from after colonialism. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, yes yes yeah but that that is about the censorship mm-hmm. on theater huh. but in general freedom of speech okay uh, as enshrined in the constitution at the beginning was modeled on irish constitution and american constitutions okay but the first amendment to the constitution first amendment to the constitution indian constitution was of imposing uh restrictions on the freedom of speech that is where we started okay so uh, that was brought in by nehru immediately in two years after the constitution was implemented in 1950s mm-hmm. so uh, even by law we are not as free as we should be mm-hmm. the laws that still exist not only on theater censorship mm-hmm. but in general on freedom of speech are not what are enshrined in other countries other developed countries so called developed countries like england us or any uh, other european country mm-hmm. that restrictions on freedom of speech are so vast mm-hmm. from nationalism to uh, law and order to hate speech to there, there are a number of things and how do you define them once you have put in the restrictions how do you define a restriction what exactly disturbs law and order what exactly is a hate speech what exactly is obscene Correct. so obscenity varies from person to person yeah. so all these are enshrined in our constitution itself and that's a bad thing and that's the first i mean the first amendment to us constitution was for implementing freedom of speech and first a restriction on indian constitution was to put restrictions on the freedom of speech mm-hmm. so even by constitution we are not as free as we should be mm-hmm. and this is instead of uh, diluting these restrictions they have been uh, either severely put in paper in black and white and also implemented very badly mm-hmm. books have been banned left right and center even by the governments i mean the rajdi was banned in india before he was banned in pakistan mm-hmm. Uh, Tasliman Nasiruddin and all parties, all parties have done, done this. Tasliman Nasiruddin is banned. Tasliman Nasiruddin is not allowed to enter West Bengal, mm-hmm. not by BJP, but by the communists and Mamta. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even the left parties are not uh, free of this. So, this is as far as government or state is concerned. Mm-hmm. And if I may interrupt, uh, yeah. why do you think uh, this restriction was imposed? to start with there was a fear at that time mm-hmm. there was a huge fear uh, in nehruvian times or early independent uh, early post independence period that this country should survive as a nation okay. as one na- nation there were different communities going in the different ways mm-hmm. there was huge tension between indian and uh, between hindus and the muslims after the partition correct so to bring down the communal element of this new nation to bring down the chances of say tamilians separating punjabis separating sikhs separating etc mm-hmm. to bring this down to keep some restrictions on uh, this kind of utterances which will break the country mm-hmm. that was a great fear and to certain extent it was justified in 19 in late 1940s and early 1950s correct, correct. but to say that now yeah It is absolutely yes yeah. yes it has to evolve uh, after that even then it should not have been but to certain extent looking back and putting it in historical perspective uh, one can understand what the fear was mm-hmm. for putting this restriction 
now it should not be there hmm. and uh, i mean banning paintings banning plays banning uh, novels has there been there yeah. for forever and beyond that these kind of senas and groups and dals are uh, evolving and that is the worst part hmm. see in any violence in my opinion there are three factors this is a violence to firstly we have to understand that this is violence this is not only uh, but the restriction on freedom mm. this is absolute violence correct clean and plain and violence is three elements one is the person who picks the gun actually in his hand in his or her hand correct the second is uh, the person who instigates him the person who pays him or instigates him or whatever these two things have always existed in every party what has changed after this rss and bjp coming to power after 2014 mm-hmm. is the third factor where there is an atmosphere created that this kind of restrictions this kind of violence this kind of identity politics is valid mm-hmm. so at least when somebody was killed or murdered or raped or restricted there was a voice against it mm. now it is said no it is good to kill you mm. you deserve it you have to be killed as if there is some some violence is valid as if some violence is allowed like violence in war mm-hmm. that is kind of allowed a moral violence Correct. so this kind of a violence the moral policing is what is violence that is validated by the society mm. the or the powers or the powers that be so that is a very bad uh, development mm. but the first two have always been there everybody has tried everybody in power always tries to manipulate the brains of the young mm. and to rise above it is the duty of every citizen mm. but the third thing makes it very difficult correct correct Yeah. So, what would your Socrates say in today's time? Socrates would try to be as brave as possible, mm-hmm. and but it's very difficult. As Dubey, uh, Satyadev Dubey, said that I'm a director or a writer. We are very soft targets, mm-hmm. and uh, so when twenty people come with few weapons or even without weapons, no, no, a single person can't do anything. Mm-hmm. also everybody cannot be brave it's very difficult to be brave i mean bravery we can always talk about somebody being brave and clap but you see yourself being brave and even that is easy but if somebody uh, i may be ready for, for uh, getting killed if somebody comes tomorrow and says that i will abduct your daughter or kill your son mm-hmm. or whatever then it becomes even more difficult and so uh, i mean two people come on him motorcycle and kill double cars and panzers and gauri lankeshan I, i mean where where, where does this go okay. so it's not easy to be brave what is most important is that what i have been trying to do is to try and tell people that this is for you this freedom of speech is not for a few esoteric intellectuals mm. is basically for, for for you as it was said in hitler's times that the first they came and they took woke away the communists mm. then they came and they took to woke away the jews then they came and they took away and and i didn't say anything then they came and took away the socialists etc 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 then they came and took me away mm. there was nobody to say anything left by that time mm. so uh, if if it common person does it should not think that this is not for me mm-hmm. 
This is basically for you. This is not for two playwrights and three novelists and one painter. Mm-hmm. This is basically for you. It is never freedom or bhakri. It is freedom. Bhakri comes only if you have freedom. It's mm-hmm. it, it, it is never either or. Mm-hmm. And so, and only there, there have been efforts. There have been uh, novelists and poets and painters coming to, to together, standing for each other, returning awards. And all these things, all these things are necessary. But what is really necessary is to evoke the common man. Mm-hmm. Because why this has not worked? It has not worked. Because three poets coming together and four novelists coming together, nobody is really afraid. No state is afraid. No, no power is afraid. Okay. What they will be afraid of is if people start supporting the novelist. Correct, correct. There should be a huge uproar if a Dabolkar gets killed, the the government should be made to resign if a Gauri Lankesh gets killed. If, and that, that only common person should do. So what a writer or anybody who believes in this should do is to try and uh, cultivate this culture, try and tell people, try and make them believe that this is basically for you. This is very important for you, your sons and daughters. Mm-hmm. What you are making is like, actually, I am. Rem- I, I I just remembered in one of Puladesh Pandey's again, uh, Bhashan. He was yeah. saying that, uh, like, when people don't come together to build a theater yeah. and say that the government there will be a point where even the Sarkar will tell what to do and what yeah. to sing, yeah. and that will be the most uh, yes. disastrous moment yes. in the in yes. the human civilization yes. itself, where yes. uh, the government will tell which song to yes. uh, be published or which song to be aired and not aired. That's right. So I think I think being a pessimistic uh, thought on this that until and unless that point comes nobody's going yeah. to come and uh, rebel on the street yeah. I guess. No, as of now we are we are certainly going downhill. It's not a very yeah. uh, g- But uh, there is a ray of hope where I don't know whether like you can el- elaborate on that but there have been like Facebook communities and certain online petitions which are filed uh, where people are coming together. And again, there is, uh, since the internet is slightly a new medium, there hasn't been much content regulation or restrictions put on online. So maybe that is something which is uh, looking for a hope that yes, people will come together when things are falling apart. What is yeah, There was a that? huge hope to start with in internet any see most of the technologies to start with are emancipatory mm-hmm. they they give uh, poor people or the downtrodden something that that will help them mm-hmm. most of the technologies mm-hmm. but the problem is that these technologies are always uh, captured by the powers mm-hmm. and in fact with internet or the social media as it is called either whatsapp or or twitter or whatever mm-hmm is the problem i uh, problem of it being absolutely faceless faceless and yeah. no editorial restriction uh, re- re- no, no no accountability yeah. and that uh, i mean if you remember the uh, egyptian uh, revolution that mm. uh, that happened few years back or the entire arab uh, revolution as it spread through libya and all all those countries it was started by the social media but it was brought under control very fast and they are now in worse condition than they were because there is any revolution any change 
has two aspects to it. One is the destruction of the bad and to creation of the new. Mm. If there is no positive side to it, that is one. And secondly, with the facelessness of internet or all this social media communication, it is very easy to uh, spread rumors and uh, falsehood mm. than to spread truth. It is very easy to appeal to bad emotions and very difficult to spread a uh, word which will evoke you to listen to your uh, reason and brain rather than uh, your ugly emotions. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is very easy to convince you that you have been badly dealt with. Go and kill him. These are treating you badly. The Muslims are doing this. The Hindus are doing that. The Sikhs are not doing that. America is doing this and you are suffering. Go rise and kill him or her or whatever. It's very easy to spread that word. It is very easy to spread that at X place Muslims have killed cows and at Y place the Hindus have killed and thrown the whatever meat of uh, sewer or whatever. It is very difficult to tell them that no, this is not a fact. And when the person spreading these rumors, and that's why we are in the age of post-truth, as they say, Mm -hmm. and this post-truth survives basically because of internet, Mm -hmm. because it is faceless, because there is no editorial control on it, because you cannot hold anybody responsible. So I, as of now, I have absolutely no faith in the social media, (laughs) absolutely none. Uh, moving on to the next question, uh, like your three volumes, uh, like book on history of Marathi theatre, uh, refers to historical plays. So, uh, is it evident that it's like, I mean, is it evident, or maybe it's evident from my side at least, that it is not possible to write like critical commentaries uh, of historical figure today? So, what do you feel on that? I mean, you briefly touched upon that, but. Uh, uh, like if you can elaborate more on that, that it's really not possible these days. Yeah, it is absolutely not possible. But it was difficult, as I said, nearly always. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is very easy to write very laudatory things about Shivaji. Mm. It is very difficult to be critical. Mm. The point is that if you are going to write about history, and if you are not going to be critical, I mean, I remember... Uh, saying very clearly that if I write everything that I know of Shivaji, I will be killed. And that was around 40 years or 50 years back. So it was not, uh, it is not as if that it has uh, happened now, Mm -hmm. but it is growing. It is growing at an alarming rate. That Mm -hmm. is certainly there. As I said, that this kind of a violence is now considered valid. Mm -hmm. At that time, at least people said, no, no, you should write if there is violence, we will curtail it or whatever. Now it is said that, okay, if somebody criticizes some historical figure, it's quite right to eliminate that person. Now, is it rising because the medium have expanded to communicate? Like there are so many media houses, so many social networking sites, so many different platforms, so many... Like people are feeling empowered to talk more about it. So someone with a critical commentary or like a really good insight... Uh, is he seen fast and that's why the rebel is there or uh, people are getting offended or is it because uh, there has always been like that but no as I said the intolerance is growing because of the rise of identity politics Mm. 
No, but the, this intolerance uh, is growing because there's more exposure, or it has been always like that. No, you you see, uh, like Perumal Murugan's case, hmm. something uh, what he wrote years back hmm. has been taken up now, and he he, he was threatened. So uh, it is not as if he wrote something and suddenly it's not everybody is not l- like the bans on Hindi films that that you can say that because of the visibility and everything. Correct, correct. But there have been writers whose novels have been published twenty years back, and now they are attacked. Mm-hmm. So that is because of rise of intolerance, not because that author suddenly became more uh, visible yeah. or uh, whatever. So it is basically because of a rise of intolerance. Mm-hmm. In case of Hindi films and all that, it is, I mean, it is even more complex because of the money involved in it. Mm-hmm. That at times it is done, I mean, there is a kind of, uh, one can be skeptical about it even on the occasions that whether this is done on purpose from both the sides. Mm-hmm. Or the, uh, I mean, it's a very different kind of publicity that you get. I mean, who knew Karni Sena? But suddenly with Padmamati, the entire world knows about Karni Sena. So this is this is what... I mean, nowadays I have started feeling that even, even this thing that my feelings have got hurt is not true now. <laughs> feelings are not hurt. I mean, somebody mm. uses... Feelings are already hurt because of number of things. Because of the capitalism, because of the, uh, you know, the kind of uh, commodity fetishism, we are always uh, dissatisfied. We are always, we are never uh, happy, happy, be at, uh, be, be, be at peace. Everybody, there, there is poverty, there, there is lack of opportunity, there is unemployment. Uh, yeah, unemployment. There are a number of things that are being churning over. A person is lost. Correct. Person is lost. There is a lot of chaos in the mind of the people. Yeah. So they are angry. They are already angry. What you just have to do is to direct that anger. Correct. The person says that you, whatever bad is happening to you, because somebody has is treating Padmavati's and Shivaji's badly. Mm. Somebody is treating Mughals and whatever Nehru or uh, Modi badly. Mm. That's why it is happening. So then everybody goes. So most of the times when writers are attacked for their novels, painters are attacked for their paintings, those who attacked have not read those novels. Those who attacked yeah. have not seen those paintings. Then how come their feelings are hurt? You're just channelizing. Them. You're just channelizing their already hurt feelings for your political gains, because novelists, painters, uh, filmmakers are famous. I mean, when you attack somebody like that, you become famous. I mean, even uh, sportsmen are attacked for their attire. Okay. Somebody should not be wearing such short skirts and this and that. Why is it done? It is done because obviously. The moment you attack a very popular sports person, you are going to get you attention. are going to get attention, and then that that attack is diverted. In, it is very easy, as I said, to tell person that you have been wronged. You have been wronged because Padmavati has been dealt with badly. Yeah, it's very. Sad. Your anger, see your see how people are doing or bad things about your ancestors. Person is already angry. His anger is just diverted. He doesn't know the film. I mean, everything about Padmavati film happened before the film was released, before anybody saw the film. 
plus people are carrying a lot of baggage as well so yes, you're yes, just like capitalizing yes, on yes, that and yes. i mean at the same time we say that modi or anybody why he is a great leader because he came from very humble background mm. and we are all the time also saying that my ancestors were great mm. why even if my ancestors were not great i should be done i should be judged on what i am okay. not on what my grandfather or 18 generations before person was okay. so on one hand we are modern we have not really entered modernity mm. where my actions will be judged on my actions and not by my birth because we are a caste society okay. because we are very uh, antagonistic in the religious terms mm-hmm. that is what is happening that we are we treat the others i mean there are multiple of identities i mean i am an architect i am a hindu i am a this i am that i i like pizzas i like a saxophone i work with adivasis this all of these identities multiple identities in mo- that a modern uh, society has to offer the moment of this clash comes in where only one of your identity is left you are a muslim or a hindu or a communist or whatever so this single identity speculation is by created by diverting the anger mm. and focusing the a- a- anger and that's why i am worried about the social media because it is very easy one post saying that somebody killed a cow a totally false post can kill hundreds correct correct yeah to convince that this has not happened or even if it has happened there is you are not supposed to take the law in your hand and the kill xyz correct. but you can lodge a complaint etc the voice of moderation is impossible to it has no chance to stand against evoked emotions yeah very true very true <laughs> I have I've got like lots of questions which can yeah. divert into different areas. Yeah, yeah. Uh just to conclude with one last question like uh, will this voice of dissent uh due to today's attitude will die down? I mean, uh, how do you envision the future of like critical observation in theater, novels or articles? Uh I mean, again this uh what would your vidushak say in this? he would say in a sense that it is becoming more and more difficult mm. very 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 difficult really mm. to bring the voice of dissent to keep it alive but on the other hand being a very diverse country mm. we have the best chance probably to do it and especially performing arts or literature has the best chance uh, paintings or any art has the best chance to do it because uh, basically it 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 can evoke emotion also with uh, the articulate intellectual position but it will it it will need to look carefully that it's not only evoking emotion but it is also appealing to the intellect to the i i don't want essays instead of novels okay. i don't want direct directive uh, you know arrows or uh, letters in instead of painting mm-hmm. but i want critical theoretical understanding of how socio political reality works mm-hmm. and if the artists or writers painters do not try to uh, have it do not increase their world view intellectually they are not going to understand why it is happening they can understand this is happening 
and they will portray only this is happening and that won't change unless unless the theoretical undercurrents are understood mm-hmm. unless the uh, deeper uh, realizations are there that why it is happening and that also is depicted in a very constructive uh, constructive and non uh, abhinivesh ab, ab, abhinivesh that nahi bhai non chauvinistic mm-hmm. that it should not be put in in chauvinistic terms mm-hmm. but in a moderational terms mm-hmm. now by moderate i don't mean not be radical you have to be ra- ra- radical and absolutely intolerant of intolerance mm-hmm. and very strongly standing for it but your voice should not be chauvinistic Mm-hmm. otherwise all the deeper content is lost even if the deeper content is there and you are chauvinistic it can be very counterproductive mm-hmm. so there is a chance because we are a diverse country all these efforts will ultimately fail of unifying people you know making a one human being of everybody on the on the said let's unite let's you you unite it seems a very great announcement and it's a good announcement it's a good thing to you you unite but unity doesn't mean that you have to dissolve yourself Correct. unity does not mean you have to dissolve the differences and the divisions not divisions but differences so unless diversity is there unity will become like unity of a herd of animals mm-hmm. and that will be a un- ultimate fascist idea of your universe mm-hmm. now because we have this diversity uh, that's our basic hope that we can still retain the diversity and then be united mm-hmm. i guess the new form of expression can be like simple hard facts also because the, as earlier time in one of your interviews also you mentioned that uh, a lot of people use metaphors and things like yeah. that to communicate the subtext yeah. but i think today's janata is evolved enough to understand yeah. that there's no need of metaphor but direct truth can also communicate much more yeah metaphors also work metaphors also work because metaphors give you but the metaphor has to be deep enough correct correct metaphor should not be hello metaphor should be deep enough or wide enough yeah. to encompass a much deeper meaning and some things you have, you see there is a lot of ambiguity Uh, there there is a lot of element of ambiguity in good art correct aesthetically that mm-hmm. you need not be very flat you need not be very bold you have you can be ambiguous about this mm-hmm. certain there are about few things there should be no ambiguity mm-hmm. like there is poverty like there is exploitation mm-hmm. like there is difference in uh, or vast uh, divisions in the society like the where rich are becoming more rich and poor are becoming more poor or they are not becoming as rich mm-hmm. and that is happening due to exploitation it's not happening just like that so okay. there are some things which are not ambiguous at all we we men are raped and murdered so all these are not ambiguous things so ambiguity as a uh, good point in literature or theater can still be there but not about certain things about certain things and has to be very hard and clear okay. about basic socio political exploitation mm-hmm. and divisions All right I think this is a good note to end this obviously there are thousand more things to be discussed and documented from like uh, like brilliant minds like you uh, but uh, 
for this episode i think this is a good note uh, thank you sir it was real honor talking to you i got to learn few things definitely and a lot of food for thought for introspection uh, it was great talking to you thank you sir thank you thanks a lot it was entirely my pleasure i was uh, i'm really honored with all the interviews that you have already taken mm-hmm. the great people have spoken i'm honored to be here yeah. and thank you very much thank you sir okay Bye. that's it thank you and that's it from today's gyan session catch us on itunes savan stitcher or any podcasting app you use do rate us on itunes and follow us on twitter facebook and instagram stay tuned for more gyan on audiogyan.com till then bye